Hey, Kelsey. Hey, Brooke. Want to tell everyone what's happening in today's episode? Brooke, it is the long-awaited. <laughs> <laughs> We've been gone. We are back. But we're back. End of season three. It's the end of... We just sort of dropped off the map. And Ugh, we, we got summer busy. Yeah. So let's get into it. Okay. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to Remedial Her Story, the other 50%, the podcast that explores what happened to the women in history class. Now, here's your host, Kelsey Brooke Eckert, and her partner in crime, Brooke Neva Sullivan. Oh my gosh, Brooke. So it's been two months since we dropped an episode, and I apologize to everybody that we just sort of dropped off the map, but things got crazy and also awesome. Yeah, we've been very busy over here at RHP, so it's been a busy summer, which has been exciting, but also sorry to our podcast listeners, but we're back. Yeah. So we're going to wrap up season three. Yeah. Talk through some highlights today and give you a little flavor flavor of what we've been working on since <gasps> yeah. we, since and we, yeah, like what the, what 2024 looks like. Yeah. Well, we'll save that for our intro to the next one, but I do want to just talk through like some of just the exciting things and how that's sort of teeing us up to, oh, I love it. to 2024. So Brooke, this season, season three, we started out with Masa Amini. That was our yes. season opener. My gosh, that feels like a lifetime ago. Right? So good, though. Yeah. It's one of our more popular episodes ever. Um, I know. You get to see all the numbers, so it's always fascinating. You're like, do you know how many people downloaded our episode this morning? I'm like, I'm sorry, what? Yeah. People are listening? It was awesome. And, you know, just having Dr. Shahala Harry with us and so uh, good. Dr. Feliz Room, like, they're just so brilliant. And But that was really topical, too, you know, what was happening at the time when we were recording that as well, which was really interesting. And so that was a very, I wouldn't say necessarily fun, but so informative so informative. And really interesting. And like both those professors are just top of their game. So it's just like, oh, why, yeah. where do you work? How do you live? And I've incorporated, you know, so much of the things they shared with us. Like, it's interesting, like kind of knowing some of the history, but then just seeing it kind of differently or tweaking it differently. And some of the anecdotes they provided, like I've incorporated all of that into yeah. the classes I teach at the college. Oh, and that's fun. Yeah, it's just really like, I feel really grateful, but I also was reflecting on, okay, that's how we started season three. And I'm thinking about Iranian women right mm. now and like how little has actually changed. changed for them in the six plus months since we released that episode. Um, and so it's kind of, you know, if you didn't listen, if you missed that one, go back and listen to it because a lot of those same things remain problems yeah. right now. So it's tough. Yeah. So, and, and, you know, and that was just like, that was the start. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. High note. Started on a high note. Started on a high note. And, um, and then of course our last episode was the hanging of Ruth Blay. <gasps> oh my gosh. Well, and I mean, for our listeners that did not come to the retreat, shame on you. It's okay. We'll forgive you. But all, for the, you know, a massive amount of people that did, which was amazing. Kelsey took us on a tour of the cemetery where Ruth Blay is buried allegedly yeah um on an unmarked grave unmarked grave so it was just it was fun to do that episode come to future retreats i'll take you to graveyards oh, I <laughs> maybe that's not a plug we should be putting out there but, <laughs> but yeah it was really good it was it yeah for me i was like oh kelsey just told me about this story we got to walk around we saw the big mural that's in portsmouth which yeah. was really cool kind of so, raising awareness of her story yeah, yeah. It's so funny. I was in Portsmouth last night mm. and I was like to 
the person I was with. I was like, oh, I just walked around that cemetery. They're like, all right, freak. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, to me that like that story, given everything going on with the Dobbs decision. Yeah. It's just really illustrative of how not a lot has changed in the way way that we like view women's bodies and their roles and I mean like things have changed like literally that law doesn't exist anymore so you know fine be critical of my comment but (laughs) but like (laughs) the the intent behind the law which is to police women's bodies to police their sexuality to you know the whole point of that law is to stop like this is an important thing to stop the killing of bastard babies like that makes sense to me but (laughs) instead of dismantling the social structure and stigma around having a bastard child the solution is let's execute women you know like it's just it's like you know why don't we why don't we change the thing that's leading them to do that you know like so anyway um so if you missed the ruth blay episode that was our most recent super fascinating yeah like i don't know brooke we also every other ish episode this season we did some pedagogy yeah what did like what were some of your thoughts on that um well one of the ones that is one of my favorites that stands out is the boys are not okay Mm. just such an interesting book a really interesting topic um and i think a lot of educators right now are trying to answer so many of the questions that we brought up yeah one of a one of our fans reached out to you and was like how do I do this? That's something that I've been, you know, it, it, more and more people keep reaching out about different episodes or different things. And that one in particular, and the other pedagogy episodes, I think people want more of, which I'm really excited about for us. And I think excited for the history teachers listening or even the language arts and, um, you know, others that get a lot out of the instruction that we're offering too. of like, how do you bring in really heavy topics? How do you adjust your classroom style to really assist those all in the room to build more equitable learning and be more inclusive. And it's like, everyone's trying to answer these questions right now and not just history teachers. So yeah, that episode was really Well, that timely. struck me at the retreat. I think, I don't know, maybe a third of the teachers were English educators yeah. who came to join us. So that was really, it made me realize our audience is a bit broader than, than I realized. Yeah. Um, so that was, that was really cool. I agree. That was a good one. So that that episode stands out to me quite a bit. And that book is fantastic. Yeah. And speaking of 2024, like we'll have our plan is to continue those those pedagogy episodes Mm. and keep bringing them to people. And for those of you that aren't educators, my hope is that you can use some of the techniques and ideas like I I could see them being super relevant for you, Brooke, in HR, you know, so it doesn't have to be and, and anyone who is like having conversations, like I see, you know, we've got Thanksgiving coming up in a few months and like, <laughs> you know, like being able to navigate those conversations with do family members you disagree with, you know, yeah. How to, how to build a logical debate with family. Yeah. Um, that's equitable and everyone gets heard. Yeah. Yeah. Not easy, but I, those episodes are really fun. Like teaching with images. Yeah. Another one that I really enjoy because for me, I'm an audio learner and I'm also a visual learner. And so like all that stuff. I could see really speaking to fellow audio and and visual learners. Right, right. Yeah. No, I, yeah, there are so many things. And I, we had a lot of really cool interviews. Um, the Franco Algerian War episode was really cool for me because I, there are always these aspects of history, like women get left behind in, in history, you know, recollections, but we also have, 
like issues of colonialism and, mm-hmm. and, you know, people of color and their stories sort of being whitewashed or left behind in favor of a white, predominantly male European narrative. Centric, yeah. So that one was really cool because it's literally, I mean, like I teach a college level world history class and I knew nothing about what she was talking about. And I'm really excited because she actually is helping out this fall on a grant to build more lesson plans. And she's going to build one on the Franco-Algerian War for us. So that's going to be sick. That was a lot of stuff, too. So a lot, so many of our episodes have a uh, tied lesson plan to it. And that was something that we learned this year a lot is how much people are downloading those lesson plans. Holy moly. Holy moly. Like, I love this. It's it, I feel like... You know how like you there's this like there's this very beautiful poem I'm gonna nerd out about English and it's you know some one person starts with a match they light it and they light two matches yeah. and then four and then six and then so it keeps just going go. so this fire is like building and building and building I feel like every lesson plan someone downloads mm-hmm. is a match yeah and then they go teach it to their fifteen students twenty students however big their classes and it's like all oh, those fires like oh look at all these fires we're starting and it's just really be the fire starter. Yeah. And so I've just loved that through hearing from our fans, hearing from our followers, the Patreons, like everyone who's like, oh yeah, I downloaded this lesson plan. You have, <laughs> this is so cool. <laughs> At the retreat, Kelsey had an incoming freshman yeah. attend the retreat yeah. in anticipation of being in Kelsey's program at Plymouth State. And we had already downloaded multiple lesson plans from the website yeah. <laughs> to prepare for college. I'm like, oh my gosh, there is a fire. You are building this huge tribe. And it was really cool. On that, on that theme, you know, one of the things we talk about is that how, how male centric, like the field of history ed is. Yes. Yeah. This year is the first year. And this is my third year on campus. Okay. First year, I'm going to have female student teachers going out. And potentially female graduates. <laughs> snap, 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 snap. I know our interns. Um, oh my gosh. They, yeah. They're so, incredible. So yeah, it, yeah, those are really fun to see. And and I think a lot of teachers are coming to the podcast because of the pedagogy. And then a lot of people are coming to the podcast to learn about the different histories that we're, we're introducing. Right. I mean, like half our board are not history teachers yeah. and they are just like passionate about learning the stuff they lost. My gosh. Which I love. Yeah. But we've been dancing around the summer retreat and I feel like we should just go there because that's a huge thing yeah. that happened since we released our last episode. Yep. And part of the reason why we were so busy this summer was prepping for that. And well, what was okay. your... Let's, yeah. I want to hear. I want to hear from you, Thorn and Rose. Yeah, okay. <laughs> favorite favorite thing about the retreat? Something you wish had gone different or want to change? Oh, or you're excited to change? Okay, so let me let me do those in reverse order. Mm. I think the the more challenging thing is just finding. I mean, like I want to take this retreat everywhere. Like I, I want, know. Yeah, you know, that we had roadshow. We had these teachers in Northern California send me an email and just say, like, we want to come, we want to be there. Oh, no, like, we just don't have the funding Wisconsin, to like get Arizona. across the country we to be so there many. with you. Yeah, you know, there were so many people that were like, "I'm in Florida. Like, how do I get there?" It's like. It- fly to come yeah. come up here and, but. That, and that just becomes a really expensive endeavor but you know new hampshire is beautiful people just saying like in, the summer. in the summer this is the place to be <laughs> little um, north of boston you take yeah, a car you take a car i don't know <laughs> um so <laughs> oh boston um so anyway we you know uh, like that was i think just really disappointing is knowing that there's people out there that want what we're offering and not being able to like meet that need meet that market 
you know, okay, I'm going to California humanities. We, we have a problem. I, <laughs> I reached out to you seeing if we could get a grant for your people to come and become better educators and you failed us. So if you work for the California humanities, <laughs> shame well, on you. Or we'll see you next year and you can try better. Yeah. Try better. <laughs> try better. Um, You've got this. Come so, back to us. Yeah. So I think that was, but we did offer grants for some educators to come, which yes. was really cool from the library of Congress. Yeah. Library of Congress gave us a grant to help people get there. And it, uh, you know, if you have to fly across the country, it wouldn't have done much, but we were able to offer free admission to Flights seven different right people. Now. Yeah. So but like we had a bunch from upstate New York travel yeah. down, which is, that's a six, seven hour drive. Not yeah. an easy one. New Jersey. Yeah. So it was cool. I mean, like the retreat is drawing people. I mean, last year we had people from Utah there, which oh, was true. really cool. That's so, cool. so, you know, we, but we are drawing people from outside New England, which was really exciting. So my highlight though, Brooke, I mean, you know, I was pretty stressed out going into the retreat. Oh, were you? <laughs> the behind the scenes. And the first day Brooke was up and she was doing all of these like intro activities, getting people to chat with each other, getting people to get to know each other and build sort of this community that we want. Yeah. And, you know, doing your HR thing. And it was awesome. And you asked everybody what, you know, essentially like, why are you here? What do you want out of these days that we have together? Yeah. And this one teacher from Maine was like, well, I'm here because your website has the best lesson plans I know. I've not, like not just Heart of melt. women's history but like In social period. studies period end of, end of story and there's thousands of them and yeah okay <laughs> hundreds but but like but you know and and just it was really so what she didn't know i think she was saying that compliment to us which was very nice but what she didn't know is that i have students in my program who for the last two years have been working religiously to yeah. build this website and make everything easy to find, easy to navigate. And I had two of those students with me and I made eye contact as they, they're talking about like, everything's really clear. You like pick an era, like the Renaissance, and then you can go to that page and find all this yeah. stuff. And it's all there. Like the primary sources are listed out for you. Books you can read are listed out for you. There's an article that like breaks it down at a secondary reading level. And then, and then of course all the lesson plans and you know, the, and so one teacher said it and then another teacher was like me too. And you know, I just sort of like bill in this moment and, I was like taking the compliment in and I made eye contact with my student who I know has spent as many hours building oh, yeah. our website crushing as I it. have crushing it. And, you know, looking at Lauren, I just like, I, I looked at her and I was like, that's you. Like they're complimenting you right now. And so that was really cool to be able to like hear the compliment, feel the feelings, but also like share that with the students that have been doing so oh, much of that grunt work. Well, yeah, it's so nice. It was really, I mean, that was like a teacher, like pitter patter yeah. moment. <laughs> it was so good. That was awesome. All right. What about you? Rose and thorn. Okay. Um, I'll start with my rose and then I'll go to my thorn. Okay. So, for me, I like, obviously I'm not a history educator. I go into these things. And I'm always like, well, I'm excited to learn. I'm yeah. excited to see people. I like, I'm like a little Labrador retriever. I'm like, everyone's my friend. Let's do this. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so, you know, going into it, I never really know what to expect, but I'm always like, you know, I'm excited. Let's go. And I'm like checking people in and doing like, you know, the handing folders, telling people where the bathrooms are. Like, here you go. And they're like, oh, wait, that voice. 
are you Brooke? And I'm like, I am. And they're like, oh, my God, there you're on the podcast. And like these two people like are attending. And they're like, we this is she's on the podcast. This is Brooke. This is Brooke. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, what's happening right now? And they're like, can we get a picture? I'm like, uh, sure, sure. It was like the weirdest <laughs> out of body like it was so fun and it made me like oh shit people really listen to this thing and like we're doing something really cool and it was just and it was the first thing that happened that day like i had like done a bunch of other things but like it was the first moment in interaction with attendees and i was just like oh my god it's so real to me now because like we just talked to the void or each other in our basements and yeah um it was just really cool and i i actually felt honored that like these people came from all places and wanted to spend time with us and and invest in their career and do all these things. But I just kept that really close. Like I am shepherding these people and I need to really be thoughtful about the experience they're having. And I hope that they're really enjoying it. And so like, I kept kind of checking in with people like, are you liking it? How are you doing? Like, and people like, this is the best. It was just really fun. So that was like total rose, like just really awesome moment. Thorn for me (laughs) <laughs> we went on this we went on this tour which was awesome the um black history and black heritage trail black heritage trail which was great but it was so hot i got major leg change <laughs> <laughs> so like it was so hot this it summer was so hot it was beautiful yeah. we're like walking around beautiful portsmouth listening to these incredible stories and i was like man i wore the wrong pants <laughs> so that was my only thorn which I feel like a lot of people like, who get chub oh, can real relate to me. Yeah. <laughs> so this is, you know, every, I think most states have a black heritage trail and um, the town of Portsmouth is where the New Hampshire black heritage trail is based. And the story, you know, there's lots of women um, who, women of color, whose stories could be told in Portsmouth. Yeah. Um, but that tour, man, that blew my mind. Oh my God. And so good. Ona Judge, for those of you who don't know, like we try to make it not. We should do an episode on Ona Judge. Oh, we yeah, have to. done. It's like such such an incredible story. Yeah. So the Black Heritage Trail partnered with us for the retreat, and they, you know, did told the story of Ona Judge. You can Google her. We'll save it for an episode. But you know, she was George Washington's um, enslaved woman who, as they were leaving New York to move to the new capital in like Philadelphia or something, yep. she escaped in the night and that's where we'll leave it for that but she ends up in in portsmouth new hampshire and um and yeah and it was really cool and then i didn't i had knew nothing about the they did a the end of the tour they they walked us over to this plot of land which had been the black cemetery Mm -hmm. in portsmouth and over time they the white residents of the city as the city got bigger and expanded they just built right over in you know these black people's graves oh my gosh and it was horrible you know just like 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 talk about you know respecting the dead like you don't just build over their house the, their grave sites yeah. you know like that is ridiculous and, and that's so- part of our our culture in america and like these are things that we're not teaching enough of in classrooms and it's just so interesting so in the last i don't know couple decades some people were doing construction on one of these homes and like realized there were human remains like in the ground and so they did you know like a historical study and like realized oh my god this is a plot of land that like was the black cemetery yeah and so they've reclaimed that a portion of this space and there's now this great memorial to 
African, you know, they, you know, African people who, who were yeah. buried there um, and maybe even brought to Portsmouth because there was a robust slave trade in yeah. Portsmouth. Well, yeah, it's a seaport. So. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, really so, cool story. So interesting. Yeah. The retreat was just incredible. And <laughs> I, can I say, I can't wait till we do it again. Yeah. And, and you're like, I'm not ready yet. I'm not ready. <laughs> I am. I am so. It was. It filled my cup and made me excited about how we could. How we can do it again. Yeah. Um, so. You kind of go into it and it's like such a downhill. Like, oh my gosh, I'm at. I'm at my barrel. I don't know if I have more to give. And then you go out at the end of it. You're like, I have so much to give. So much to give. What yeah. do you need? You know. Yeah. 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 It's cool. So the other thing and part of the reason why summer became really busy is we refocused our priorities. And those of you who have been over to the website, you know that we've sort of released an online textbook. And so every era of U.S. and world history, we have an article up or, you know, I'm kind of shifting the language I'm using. We have a chapter up on that thing, women in, in X period. And this summer we finished the textbook yeah. Uh, the last two chapters of the world history textbook are not up yet, but they're in like draft Editorial. review form. Um, and then the version that's up there um, right now and admittedly has some typos and things in it. And so we had Alicia Gutierrez Romine. Um, she's a professor of history in and California. one of our incredible board members. Yep. Board member. Um, she and Dr. Barbara Tischler, I should say Dr. Alicia Gutierrez Romine and Dr. Barbara Tischler yeah. um, copy edited both of those. And so we're going to be um, replacing the text that's on there with a better and more like cleaned up um, version of it this like this month actually so but what's it's there it's accessible it's free yep. and um we're, so we're really excited about that and a lot of my summer was spent writing writing those chapters well and editing your own book editing my own book which yeah. has been in the works for several years now six yep like what a baby to be birthed into the universe and so tell more so your book was picked up by rutledge um which is really exciting i you know i was sitting in my office one day and i was like this is a social studies ed book essentially so what you know who publishes that and i was going through the texts that i assigned to my students and realized it's all rutledge 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 (laughs) so i was like all right we gotta connect with rutledge so let's call them yeah so november 8th (laughs) i am submitting my final manuscript to them And it's, you know, a lot of the pedagogy stuff, a lot of the philosophy and advocacy stuff that we talk about on this podcast. And it's sort of, I love, Kelsey shared with me like the editorial notes from the different editors at Rutledge. And there was one note and it's like, people are going to be pissed. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, first it was like, this is definitely going to get banned. Yeah, Um, this book is definitely going to incite some rage. And it's like, yes. But I don't, I mean, my target audience is, it, it, it might, you know, it might do that, but my target audience is, you know, knowing that 60 per almost 60% of social studies teachers in the country are men and like over 80 something percent are white, right? Like white men are the target audience for my book. And so, um, even though I think by the very nature of trying to redefine history and all the sort of like woke, whatever, uh, it is, it might do, do that. My, my target audience is actually people who would be open to Changing. inclusive history, yeah. um, shifting perspective, but most likely are white men. Right. And so trying to, trying to write to them and you're it, like a Pied Piper for yeah. <laughs> Come little children Come to me. <laughs> uh, no. So the, 
Yeah. And I mean, those of you who've listened to the podcast long enough know that this book and the ideas that are in it are what sparked this podcast and yeah. then later the nonprofit and all the all the work. So my it's, book is finally being published, yeah, <laughs> you know, years I later. I cannot but. wait for our publishing party. We are going to throw. <laughs> yeah. So it's really exciting. And I, yeah, I can't wait. And I'm really grateful to Rutledge for taking a chance on a non-published person um, to to but do so, this. So. so deserved. So deserved. I'm so excited for you. I cannot wait for this book to come out. <laughs> Oh my gosh. And then we will tell all of you where you can get it, where yep. you can buy it, where you can have it, where you can love it, where you can hold it. Yeah. I mean, probably every buy two copies. But definitely Rutledge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, well, so it's been a, it's been a wild summer and yeah. we're returning to the podcast now and, you know, a bit late, but we're here to wrap up season three and you can expect the start of season, season four coming soon. Yeah. So, all right. How do we end? It's been a minute. It's been a minute. You always say, well, thanks, Kelsey. (laughs) Oh, I'll do that. Thanks, Kelsey. (laughs) Thanks, Brooke. I'll see you later. Thanks so much for listening to Remedial Her Story, the other 50%. Please subscribe, rate, and review wherever you listen to your podcasts to bring more voices to the conversation. We really appreciate that effort. Until next time.